you know some days back I begin I read a scripture, book of Genesis chapter one, and I was pondering on what God was saying in his word. He said in the beginning was the word and the word. In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. Hmm. So darkness was present. It was not the absence of light, it was darkness that was present. And God called light and said, God said, let there be light. Even if you read down the line, the Bible says God separated the light from the darkness. He separated the light from the darkness. And he said it was morning and it was day and it was the first day. And God now began to create what we call light. Now things like the sun, the greater light to rule by the day, and the moon, the light to rule by the night. But yet there was still darkness that was different from the night. And I began to ponder on that word that what is darkness? And I could literally hear God whisper to the back of my ear in the voice of a man and say you have not yet seen darkness and darkness is not something you want to witness mm. it makes me begin to ponder when I see movies like um, certain movies that talk about epic, ta- epic times when you hear about things like darkness where they say winter is coming you know um, and the fear of the unknown, the fear of what cannot be seen and what cannot be perceived comes into your mind. You begin to think, I'm not here to put fear in you, but there is going to be a period of darkness, personal darkness and collective darkness. There's going to be a period where you are going to wonder in your life, what is the meaning of light? What is the meaning of information? What is the meaning of all this that is going around about you because you will not be able to fathom confusion you will not be able to understand the inability to be able to move from where you are to the next step i mean the very literal step that you need to make will become difficult because you are covered or shrewd in darkness you are enveloped in what i call the darkness of your time everybody will have a darkness of his time but here there is a collective darkness upon the face of the earth and i must tell you that darkness is approaching that darkness is coming whether we like it or not whether we pretend whether we think that we are already past it whether we think that i'm talking about the darkness of the world it is going to come it is not far away i'm not a prophet of doom I'm not a prophet per se, but I can categorically tell you by teachings and by revelations that darkness is coming upon the face of the earth. But that's not that's not to make us fear because fear brings bondage. And bondage takes away your ability to worship God. And I'm not talking about singing and clapping in church. Bondage and fear and doubt brings your inability to worship God. But God calls us to worship him in the bible says in the book of john chapter 4 verse 23 for those that must worship god must do it in spirit and in truth in spirit and in truth brings you to a place of freedom the spirit of god is the spirit of freedom is the spirit of liberty that's where the spirit of god is there is liberty so whatever keeps you in bondage is called darkness whatever keeps you in bondage is called 
um, it's it, it's called the prison of darkness and God wants to liberate our mind and liberate us from that darkness and from that bondage if a job keeps you from expressing the liberty of God in your heart it is darkness if a relationship keeps you from expressing the liberty of God in your life there is that thing is called darkness whatever it is that keeps you from expressing what God has called you to do is called darkness and the bible said in genesis chapter 1 verse 3 and god said so that means that one thing that god will constantly do at every time of our lives intermittently is to speak light is to speak light is to speak light to us god will constantly speak light to us at every point in our lives and it is very, very important that we perceive or we understand what light is. Light is not what we see. Light is what sees us. For you to understand the object of the eye, you must understand the properties of light. For you to understand the object of light, you must understand the properties. I mean, the object of the eye, you must understand the properties of life. You do not define things by the way you see them. You define things by the by how you see them, through you see them. You see, I do not define my face by what I look like. I define my face by what I see through it. Right? If a mirror is broken, the perfection of your eyes, the perfection of your beauty becomes um, become, become, become disordered because while the mirror is broken. So it is not your face that is broken, it is the mirror that has a problem. See, your perception of how you see yourself is the amount of light that comes into your eyes. And so in the midst of the chaos that most of us are, we would need the direction of God constantly to guide us. Because the church wants to be enveloped in confusion. Satan wants the church to live in confusion, in constant confusion of the word of God, constant confusion of his plans for us, constant confusion of our personal goals, dreams and visions and aspirations. The devil wants us to live in constant fear. His major power tool of walking in the end days will be the will be the tool or with the power of fear and bondage. Some of us are going to be afraid to lose a job. Some of us are going to be afraid to make a move to the next step, the next pedestal of our lives. Some of us are going to be afraid to return to a place that we've been before. Some of us are going to be afraid to return to a to go to a place that we ought that we've never been to before fear is going to envelop you fear is going to tell you that you cannot you will not you are not supposed to fear is going to tell you to stay here it is a safe option the bible says who who want him who is at ease in zion fear is going to keep you in a place of comfort fear will not make you take the next step because you are afraid to fall falling is never a sign of failure Falling is never a sign of weakness. Falling is never a sign of, of, of lack of vision. Falling is never a sign of anything. As far as I'm concerned, falling is a sign of an action in a direction that is taking you somewhere. Falling in, in life or in a decision or taking a wrong step is a sign that you are mobile. You are moving towards something that you perceive as the light of God in you. So I want to encourage you this morning, whatever God has labeled in your heart, whatever God has labeled in your spirit, whatever God has labeled to you, I want you to be able to be bold enough 
to make that step. You may not understand the whole journey. Literally, God never tells anybody what happens on the whole journey, but he tells you an instruction to start. Now, when I see the voice of God, some people are wondering, I have never heard the voice of God. Well, that is true. Um, you may never hear the voice of God or understand what the voice of God sounds like. That's because you've never subscribed to it. If you subscribe to the voice of God this morning or this today or whenever you're hearing this podcast from me, if you subscribe to the voice of God, it will be easy to understand the voice of God. You see, your child as a baby can hear your voice and leap and understand that this is mommy's voice, this is daddy's voice because there is a connection between you and that voice. That connection comes in the place of the light of the person of Jesus Christ. For you to be able to understand and be able to skill through darkness, you will need the voice and the person of Jesus Christ. You will need the Holy Spirit. I know this may sound ambiguous and big and far-reaching and confusing for some of you who have been bewildered or have been cloned in the darkness of the times and the confusion of information from social media and everything. But the truth is this. Jesus is still real. The Holy Spirit is real. These are not forces that are in the imaginations of men. These are things. These are people. This is a person that you can encounter. The Bible says that same Peter was talking. I mean, sorry, James. I mean, just John was talking. He said that which we have seen with our hands, which we have that which we have seen with our eyes, which we have touched with our hands, and which we have had fellowship with, is what we encourage you to have fellowship with. You can meet with Jesus. You can encounter Jesus. You can touch Jesus. And you can have fellowship with Jesus. He is the light. He is the truth. He is the way. And he will give you light if only you will seek his face.